What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I used to be the type of person who had a lot of drive and ambition, but no direction. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And the majority of the things that I was chasing were things that society told me was success. Why is it that every time some tea about people's business come across your feed, you have time? Suddenly you, you, you want to engage. But when it's time to do the things you need to do to achieve your goals, you're busy. Oh, now is not a good time. You want to take a nap. You want to do something else. You see what I'm saying? Pay attention to what you, pro- what you prioritize. And you might not think you're prioritizing it because you're not saying you're prioritizing it, but look at what you spend the majority of your time doing. Why is your feed full of gossip and rubbish and you're not following a single person that lives the type of life that you want? What do you expect to see? What do you expect to see? As much time as we spend on social media, you cannot afford to be consuming garbage. You cannot afford to be consuming all of that nonsense. And there's no balance. There's no, consumptions of, there's no consumption of the things that you actually want. Make it make sense. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Last week we talked about how to plan Q4 to, you know, get some momentum going in your life to reinvent yourself or rebrand whatever you want to call it before the new year. And in this episode of this mini Reinvent Yourself series, I'm going to talk about how to actually reinvent yourself in terms of the inner work that needs to be done on the back end. So you know how to plan it. Some of the stuff will be kind of redundant or I mean, it will basically, they will all connect. Okay, so some of the stuff from the last video is still relevant here, but this is more in terms of the inner work on yourself that needs to be done before you start planning. Or not necessarily before you start planning, but as you plan what you want and you're going about trying to reinvent yourself, this is some of the stuff I've been doing on the back end that has been helping me. So this will be part two of the series. I'm going to be talking about three main areas. Number one will be, once again, clarifying what you want. Number two will be addressing your limitations. And number three is changing what you consume. So let's just get into it. So number one, and I've said this before in the last episode, I've said this probably a million times on my podcast, and it might sound redundant, but you'll be surprised how much people overlook this step, myself included, in the past. But you cannot achieve what you want if you don't even know what you want. 
a lot of people think they know what they want, but in reality, they are working towards somebody else's version of success, whether it be a family member, a friend, or even like society in general, right? What society has made you believe that you should ch chase after or try to obtain. So for me, a lot of this whole, a lot of my personal growth journey, like behind the scenes has been defining what is important to me specifically outside of what I have been taught, outside of what people told me that I should aspire to. So that's why I bring this up a lot because I really want you to evaluate even the things that you think you want now. I want you to evaluate whether or not these are things that you actually care about or if those are things that you think you should care about because that's what most people define as success, okay? So the first thing is getting clarity on what it is you actually want. Do a brain dump. In the last video, I told y'all um, to get a piece of paper or get the Reinvent Yourself journal, highly recommend, and define what you want, what success and happiness looks like for you in multiple areas of your life, in your career, your finances, your health and fitness, beauty and grooming, your personal style, your relationships, your love life, your social life, your lifestyle itself, your career, your finances, like all of these things. Define what is your version of success in each of these areas. What would you have to achieve? What would your life have to look like in each of these areas in order for you to feel like you are successful or you've made it or this is your ideal life? You need to get clear on what that looks like. You cannot just say you want to be successful and you don't know what success looks like. Like, I used to be the type of person who had a lot of drive and ambition, but no direction. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And the majority of the things that I was chasing were things that society told me was success. That's what society defined as success and that's what I was chasing after and every time I would hit these goals, it never felt fulfilling. It never felt like I was doing anything, right? So that's why I had to take the time to clarify what that means to me. That's why I talk about this so much. That's why I'll keep knocking y'all upside the head with this piece of advice because you need to know what success looks like for you specifically not in relation to anybody else not based on what your family or your culture defines as success what makes you happy okay so i tend to do this a lot on good notes my ipad is my best friend like literally i use good notes and i plan my entire life in there i have mini vision boards for every aspect of my life and in the last video, how to plan Q4, I literally told y'all exactly how I do it. I'm not going to go too much in depth on that. If you want to learn how to actually plan Q4 and do that whole process, make sure you watch the last video. I will link it in the cards, in the description, everywhere. Make sure you watch that for the actual practical steps on the planning process. But the first part of the actual personal growth qualitative process on reinventing yourself is you have to know what you are working towards okay now the second thing and this is extremely important you need to address your limitations now i'm sure you've heard people say this a lot talk about you know addressing your limiting beliefs and you know believing yourself and you know what are your doubts and blah 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 and, and da, 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 da. Y'all know me, I'm not about to give y'all the high level nonsense. Let me tell y'all exactly what that means and how I've practically addressed my limiting beliefs, okay? So there are many ways to observe what are your limiting beliefs. So the first thing, with affirmations. Now, whether you are an affirmations person or not, I'm sure you've probably heard of the term affirmations or you've seen affirmations on social media, you've seen people post stuff or repost things about affirmations for success, for finances, for wealth, for happy relationships, whatever, whatever. One of the things that really helped me identify a lot of my limiting beliefs are affirmations. 
Now, the thing about affirmations, obviously you're speaking things into existence, right? You have not manifested or realized these things in your life as yet. That's why you are saying it so you can reprogram your mind into believing that it is true. However, I pay very close attention to how I feel on the inside when I hear or say an affirmation. For example, I had a lot of work to do regarding my money mindset because I'm very bougie and I always knew that I was meant to live a life of luxury and convenience even though my bank account never reflected that okay I just I know deep down in my soul that poverty is not my portion okay it's just not I knew it before I even knew what it properly looked like I just always felt out of place you know, if I'm not in a bougie environment, right? That's me. That may not be you. Worry about yourself, okay? Think of your own example. But me personally, I know I'm bougie. I know I like convenience. I know I like luxury, etc., etc. However, I did not come from luxury. So in the process of trying to manifest, you know, better finances, I had to work on my money mindset. So when I would come across these things about affirmations for wealth and blah, 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 I would hear them and it did not seem realistic to me, which you might be thinking it doesn't make sense, right? If I'm so bougie, why, does, why is this hard for me to believe? Well, because I told you I didn't come from that, so I didn't regularly observe that growing up, like firsthand. So... And that's the thing for a lot of people, you don't even have to come from like poverty. You don't even have to like ever experience being dirt poor. There are a lot of things a lot of us heard growing up, like money doesn't grow on trees. Um, money is the root of all evil, etc., etc. You know, like all of those extra things. So all of these things get embedded into your subconscious mind and now you think that in order for people to be very rich and successful, they have to be greedy, right? They have to be evil because only greedy and evil people have a lot of money. Plus, you've probably heard things like the term an honest living. Like when people talk about people who may work like lower income jobs, they define it as earning an honest living. Well, to, that's, that implies that if you work a job where you make a lot of money, then it's dishonest living, right? Like it's not as respectable as if you work a hardworking, low-income job. I say all that to say there are so many things, there are so many phrases and sayings that we've heard growing up that subconsciously make us believe that having a lot of money is bad, it's evil, People who have a lot of money don't have the best intentions, right? They're evil people. They're bad people. And the thing about that is if you believe these things, which most of us believed or still believe, right? Because we heard it so much growing up. If you believe these things, well, here's the thing. You don't want to be a bad person, right? You don't want to be a bad person, right? Like nobody wakes up and say, let me be a bad person today. You don't want to be a bad person and nobody really wants to be judged or seen as a bad person by other people. So if you associate this thing with being bad and but you say you want it, you're going to repel it because you don't believe good people have it and you don't want to be a bad person. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So it's not even like people really underestimate the power of their words that's why I make a conscious effort to not say things that align with or that don't align with the type of life that I'm trying to create for myself. So I don't necessarily, I'm not saying like people who have, um, you know, these so-called decent jobs are bad or anything. I'm just saying, be mindful of how you phrase it. Be mindful of your vocabulary and how you demonize certain things and you position certain things as respectful especially when it doesn't benefit you or align with the type of life that you want to create you see what I'm saying and the affirmations helped me realize that I had that blockage in thinking that if you made a lot of money then you would be a bad person 
So I went off on a tangent, but I hope you get what I'm trying to say. The affirmations will help you realize where some of your blockages lie. Yes, these are things that aren't necessarily true in your life, so there will be some type of resistance, but pay attention to if you feel like this is impossible or this is not really a good thing. Like pay attention to any type of serious resistance like that that you have with certain affirmations. Like here's another popular one. So you know the whole men are trash thing, right? If you have been, you know, constantly hurt, used, abused, etc., by men and you are on the executive board of the Men Are Trash Committee, right? And I've, I've told y'all this a million times. I've talked to y'all about this several times. If you are on the executive committee of the Men Are Trash Board and you are tired of getting hurt, so you say you want to manifest a loving, wholesome relationship, but you still subconsciously believe that men are trash, the affirmations will call it out. The affirmations will help you see that because when you try to say affirmations like, I believe that men are good, men create a safe space for me to feel like I can trust them or whatever, whatever. If you have to say affirmations like that, if you have, if you feel like you're having some type of vile reaction, you know, if you feel like you're about to throw up because of your past experiences with men, that will tell you that there is a limiting belief there. It's not just, let me keep saying the affirmation until it manifests. No, the intensity of that reaction will tell you that there is a limiting belief that you have to work on there, okay? And I'll get to addressing them in a second, but right now we're talking about how to identify limiting beliefs, okay? So the first way is with your affirmations. The affirmations will help you identify them. The second way you can identify your limiting beliefs is through some reflection, and there are two areas. I'm sure there's more, by the way. I'm just talking about actual practical experiences that I've had that you may not have heard, so keep that in mind. So another way through reflection that you can identify some of your limiting beliefs is number one, when you put yourself in the environment of the things you want to manifest. So, and that, and, and that limiting belief is usually like a self-concept, self-esteem, self-confidence issue. Let me give you an example. Let's say you want to be the type of person who has a network of millionaires, for example, because you are a millionaire, right? You are a future, mil you are a millionaire, right? Poverty is not your portion. Let's say that is the life you are trying to align yourself with. Well, millionaires have other millionaire friends, right? So if you were to put yourself in a room full of other millionaires, like let's say you went to a conference or some type of networking event or a social mixer, whatever, and you find yourself around people who are already in the lifestyle that you want to have, if you have like some type of major fear and discomfort, there could be a limiting belief there. Now, I do want to address that putting yourself in a new environment like that where, you know, you, you may not be at the same playing field. You know, it's still an aspirational thing for you. Of course, that might, you know, trigger some, what's the term? Imposter syndrome or, you, you know, like, of course you might feel, you know, like, do I belong here? That's normal. Everybody feels that, right? But... What I'm saying is if you have certain reactions where you have an event like that coming up where you are going to be in a room of people who live the life that you want or a similar lifestyle and you don't want to go, you literally finding excuses, you praying it rains, you know, you, you, you do it, all of these things to try to avoid it. There could be a limiting belief there and it likely has to do with your self-concept and your self-confidence. It's usually an issue of you feeling like you have to achieve XYZ before you can go into that room. You feel like you don't belong there yet because you haven't achieved the same amount of success that they have, right? So 
that is usually like a, a again a self-confidence type of limiting belief that would signal that you need to work on your actual self-confidence your self-concept so maybe say affirmations around your worthiness you know say affirmations and practice self-care self-maintenance do what you need to do to feel like i belong there you know you may not have the same level of accomplishments but one thing I've realized is your self-concept, your self-confidence, that will take you very far even if you don't necessarily have the achievement to be at the same playing field, right? You have to be at least confident enough to go into that room and talk to people and network and act like you have something of value to contribute. You see what I'm saying? So that's another thing. When you put yourself or when you're trying to do things that that best version of yourself that you are working to reinvent yourself as does. If there's any like self-sabotaging going on, that type of stuff, there could be a limiting belief that you need to address there. And then the, the last thing in terms of how reflecting can help you identify limiting beliefs I just mentioned it actually, self-sabotaging behavior. I have been honest with y'all and I told y'all that with the podcast, for example, I had a fear of being seen, right? I am not really like a big social media person. I, I really don't post and I'm comfortable with that, right? Like it just doesn't occur to me to post. I'm talking about in terms of my private pages, not my business pages and my, my podcast page. It just, like, I just really don't care, to be honest. But then I didn't realize I had, like, a fear of being seen until, you know, I started podcasting. Because now it's like, with a platform, it creates so much more exposure. And with more exposure comes more opinions and more disagreements, etc. And the self-sabotaging behavior that came with that was... Sometimes when my content would go viral, it's like I almost don't even want to post. Like I don't even want to post. <laughs> you would think that I would be happy. I am happy, by the way. I am happy when my stuff gets, you know, a lot of traction. But a certain type... Never mind. I am happy when my, my, my content gets traction. But in the beginning... I used to like literally, it's like I did not want it. So then how can I try to say, you know, I want to have a successful podcast. I want to have X amount of downloads, but I'm afraid, <laughs> I'm afraid to put myself out there. You see, what I'm, you, see, you, see, you see what I'm saying? That's how a limiting belief can hold you back. That's why you need to address it. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I think it's a waste of time for me to talk about reinventing yourself, tell you how to plan it, tell you what to do, and completely leave out the fact that you need to address your limiting beliefs, okay? Because it will hold you back. Even if you aren't aware of it, you cannot be aware of these things and it's still holding you back. That's why you need to put some effort into identifying these things and addressing them. Otherwise, the plan is for nothing. Otherwise, knowing what you want is for nothing. You need to address what's actually holding you back. And one more thing too that I want to mention with identifying limiting beliefs. Also, when you create your vision boards in the Reinvent Yourself journal, or if you choose to write it down on scrap, whatever you, whatever you choose to do. Whenever you're making your vision board, if you've ever made one, I would highly recommend you make one. But you always, I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me, but don't you always feel some type of resistance or just, uh, 
it's like a it's, it's like a resistance or like a, a hesitation towards certain things like if you've ever been making a vision board have you like have you ever had a time where you're making a vision board and you are coming up with the list of things to put on your vision board right and then you about you're about to write something down and then all of a sudden it's like eh, maybe I should make this smaller <laughs> maybe I should make this more attainable you know it's because your mind can't see fa your mind can't see past that number that that threshold that you wanted to create right like let's say I don't know like let's say in a in a in a job let's say you want to make $250,000 a year in your job in corporate America, right? Now that is very much attainable. There are many people who make that in corporate and above, okay? I've seen it myself. There are many people who make that kind of money, especially in tech. So it's definitely attainable. But let's say right now you make, I don't know, 50,000 and you intend to stay in corporate America, you want to go in corporate America and you want to make, or let's just say you want to make $250,000 a year, regardless of how, let's just say your goal is, I want to make $250,000 a year. Currently you make $50,000 at your job. When you come to write that down on your vision board, you might like, it might, it might, your, your hands might stop working. Your fingers might stop working because you make one-fifth of that right now. So it's like you cannot even fathom. When you think of a goal that big, let's say it's big to you, when you think of a goal that big because you're looking at where you are right now in comparison to it, it's like our mind automatically starts thinking, how could I possibly make this money? Your mind goes from what in terms of what do you want listing things out and it immediately tries to think of how it goes from what to how and it's the how that trips us up it's the how that trips us up it's the how that's causing the hesitation because you make one fifth of that now so it's like you want to write it down because that's your ideal income. That's, that's ideally what you want to make. But because it's so big, you're thinking of how. Well, how long do I have to work in corporate to get this? Well, how can I, what can I do on the site? Well, how can I do? That's not your business. We're not there yet. Okay? We're not there yet. But that is a good way to identify a limiting belief. When you're making your vision board, I want you to dream big like don't don't put a number down that you think is attainable like 70 if you know when you hit the 70 you're not going to do anything for you okay put down what you actually want but again i i talked more about the actual planning in the last video on reinvent how to plan q4 or how to plan your life on a quarterly basis so go watch that video i don't want to be too redundant but that is a good way to identify a limiting belief. You getting tripped up about the how or hesitating to put it on your vision board, hesitating to put it down as a goal. There is a limiting belief there that you need to explore. So let's talk about exploring these limiting beliefs. Number one, obviously therapy. <laughs> obviously therapy. And I am still in search of a therapist. I'm, I'm, I think I'm just indecisive. I don't think I know that, but it's just, let's not talk about me, okay? Number one, therapy. I have friends who are in therapy slash who have been in therapy. It has been helpful to them. I'm sure we can all agree, for the most part, people who can relate, that therapy is a very good option, right? I am trying to figure that out for myself as well. So that's something you can discuss. I'm not a therapist, so I can't give you therapeutic advice, okay? I'm just saying. And the reason I bring up therapy is because some of those limiting beliefs could be because of childhood trauma, abuse, neglect, all types of things, right? Life has a way of lifing, and it does not discriminate against age. 
So some of those things, it, it just has to be a therapist, okay? And then in terms of, let's say that's not, you know, in the budget right now. Let's say that's not, you need something that you can do by yourself. This is what I do. Number one, I pray. I pray I give it to God. That has always helped me. Taking the burden off of myself and giving it to him because I am not meant to carry these types of weights, okay, has always helped me. And it's not just in terms of the relief, but also when I pray about something, when I pray that God changes me and reveals certain things to me, unfortunately, I do have to go through a season of testing. Unfortunately, I do have to go through a season of testing and strengthening because you don't pray for things and then God just makes you wake up with it the next day. No, he presents situations to help you develop those qualities and traits and things that you want or sends you people and things and situations to help you discover certain things that you may not be aware of you know like i don't know let's say you have a fake friend you ask him to reveal people's intentions well now things start falling apart with certain people and you have no friends okay that that's just how it works so number one i go to god for everything okay that's the homie but outside of that and therapy one of the things i do a lot is journaling journaling and like actual I don't, I don't i don't know if there's a name for it but when i say i do some type of deep reflection i mean i do some type of deep reflection like the the way i was able to realize that i was low-key self-sabotaging with my inconsistency because i had this fear of being seen was a lot of reflection I, I didn't just wake up one day with this realization. It was, it was a lot of reflection. I had to keep asking myself, why is it so easy? Why was it easy for me to create a hundred and something episodes, audio episodes consistently without missing a week, but YouTube is so hard. And then I had to make all of the connections. You have to keep asking yourself the question, why? Keep asking yourself why until you come up with an answer that literally slaps you across the face because that's usually the issue. It's never as simple as what you think it is, right? There's usually always a deeper underlying reason why we do or don't do the things that we do. And it takes a lot of reflection and self-awareness to be able to figure those things out, okay? And then for me... In terms of addressing that issue, again, I take it to God. When I take it to God, I also look up Bible scriptures too. Like that, that just helps me and comforts me, okay? Because I trust the word. And if the word says that I will live an abundant life, then I will live an abundant life, okay? And if my life is not looking abundant right now, then it's in the process of becoming abundant, okay? I take it very seriously. So, that helps me, but the journaling, all of that, it helps me like do a brain dump in terms of acknowledging my feelings, acknowledging how I feel, discovering why I feel um, that way. And then the any other actions or solutions on my part usually depends on what the actual issue is. And then also the affirmations, which again, is so it's, it's kind of like a cycle. The affirmations can help you um, identify your limiting beliefs, but it can also help you address them too. Because now, basically, my affirmations are not necessarily, well, it depends on what, what category of my life I'm working on. But my affirmations are not necessarily, oh, I want to, I'm so happy now that I have a million dollars or something. A lot of it is in regards to building up myself as a person, you know, like my self-esteem, my self-concept, my self-confidence. My affirmations are more so around qualitative things more than quantitative things. Because I feel like as long as my self-esteem, my self-concept, my confidence, 
As long as those things are intact, I feel more confident in my ability to manifest any quantitative thing, right? Any tangible, quantifiable thing. But it might be harder to do the other way around if there's a lot of self-doubt. You see what I'm saying? So I tend to focus my affirmations on boosting up myself as a person. And as y'all know, I'm very delusional, so they, they are very delusional as well. And that's my business. And leave a comment below if you want me to do like a separate episode on limitations because I feel like there's a lot to say there, but that's not what the video is about. That's not what the episode is about. So I'm trying not to stay on this topic for too long, okay? So leave a comment if you want an episode on that. And if this is valuable or helpful, please like the video if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on audio. Rate the podcast five stars and leave a written review. Share it with a friend, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so let's get into the third and final thing, which is change what you consume to align with what you desire. People, we, we need to get it together. We need to get it together, okay? You need you need to do a serious declutter in your life. When I say serious, I mean serious. I did this years ago and I'm constantly, well, not years ago. Well, I, I feel like I've done some form of it every year for the past few years. But do not argue with me, okay? Just, just do it. You need to do a major cleanup. You need to declutter your life. You need to change everything you consume to align with what you desire let me give you some practical examples actually first let me explain the reason you need to do this is because the math is just not mathing the math is not the math is not mathing otherwise you cannot say you want to live a life of abundance but you keep consuming content that keeps you in poverty make it make sense you cannot say you want a healthy loving, romantic relationship with a mature, emotionally intelligent man, but you keep watching all of these reality TV shows and podcasts that talk about all types of nonsense that keep making you think that men are trash. That's why you think men are trash, because you only engage with trash men. You see what I'm saying? Change what you consume to align with what you desire. Even if you desire it and you've never seen an example of it in real life, find an example online. Find examples of the things you want and stop consuming any, everything else, okay? If you want, let's just say, generally speaking, you want to be a more positive person, stop consuming negativity, Stop consuming negativity. Why is the shade room like your morning newspaper? Why? Why do you follow all of these gossip accounts on Instagram, on social media? Why is it that every time some tea about people's business come across your feed, you have time? Suddenly you, you, you want to engage. But when it's time to do the things you need to do to achieve your goals, you're busy. Oh, now it's not a good time. You want to take a nap. You want to do something else. You see what I'm saying? Pay attention to what you, pri what you prioritize. And you might not think you're prioritizing it because you're not saying you're prioritizing it, but look at what you spend the majority of your time doing. Why do you have time for shade room, but you don't have time to read a book? Why do you have time to be in the group chat about all of, the, all of these celebrity marriages. But when it's time for you to go to the gym or to work out like you said you would, you're tired. You, you don't have time for that. You don't feel like it. You see what I'm saying? Change what you consume to align with what you desire. If you want to start going to the gym, start watching people who go to the gym. Watch people who make gym content. Look at what they're wearing. Get inspired to look cute and, you know, get your active wear. Look at what gyms they're going to, what workouts they do, what um, protein shakes they eat, what do their daily meals look like for bulking or losing weight. 
follow people who are doing the things that you want to do. Why is your feed full of gossip and rubbish and you're not following a single person that lives the type of life that you want? What do you expect to see? What do you expect to see? As much time as we spend on social media, you cannot afford to be consuming garbage. You cannot afford to be consuming all of that nonsense. And there's no balance. There's no consumptions of there's no consumption of the things that you actually want. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I told y'all many episodes ago. I stopped watching the news. I think, and since before college since before college and i've been out of college for a few years okay i don't remember the last time i watched news any type of news i don't consume it at all and a lot of people might be saying well how do you know what's going on in the world how do you know what's happening around you well everything is happening right there's a lot happening but the news only reports the bad things that are happening in the world You wake up, you turn on the news, you see who died, who got shot, where there was a robbery, how many accidents there was, who got arrested, interest rates are high, all of this. And I'm not saying these things, I'm not saying to ignore these things and it's not important. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is you can't be consuming negative content all day. What, do, what kind of impact do you think that will have on you? Before you even start your day, before you even talk to anybody, you are in fear, you're paranoid, you're in a bad mood. For what? For what? Let me tell you something. I live in Atlanta. Atlanta has, I think, like the most sex trafficking or something like that in the States, in America. And, and I'm not saying that's not important. But there was a point in time where I interacted with one post on TikTok. Because y'all know how the algorithm works. When you interact with something, it it shows you more of, of like the same or similar content. I interacted with one post. Every other post was like all of these tactics that sex traffickers use to try to kidnap women. Oh, walk around your car and be mindful if you see this on your windscreen. If you did I started feeling very paranoid. I It got to the point where I, w- I was running errands and I would walk around my car, do a full circle to make sure there's not anything, not any marks, not anything in my door handle, etc. I got very paranoid. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm immune to those type of things, but I'm saying because I started consuming more of that content, it made me feel like it was a very real possibility for that to happen to me. Now, that could happen to anybody, but if you keep consuming content like that, you're more likely to think it will happen to you. And then what are you calling into your life then? You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's more important. I'm not saying these things don't matter. I'm not saying that. I am not saying that whatsoever. I am just saying you cannot keep consuming negative content 24-7 And then expect to be a positive person. You'll be very paranoid, filled with fear, anger, anxiety. That's no way to live your life. In terms of the things, if a lot of people have the question, so how do you know what's going on in the world? I already told y'all. I already answered the first part. The second part of that is, if something is important that I should know about, usually I will find out because it'll be on social media or people will be talking about it so that way I'm aware and instead of getting a story on the news that is very one-sided and biased and you know they show what they want you to see to sway your opinion I will do my research on the topic you see what I'm saying I will do my research on the topic and I will be informed I will come up with my own opinion but I don't spend I, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. The last time I watched the news, they showed an accident on a road I had to take to go to work every morning. Now I'm paranoid a truck will run me over. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, cannot, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I'm a very empathetic person. I have to be mindful of the things that I consume. It will make me paranoid. It will give me anxiety. 
Stop consuming stuff that you don't want to manifest. Stop consuming stuff that doesn't align with the type of life you want to live. Make it make sense. Even scary movies. When I watched, the last time I watched a horror movie was years ago. I was still living in St. Lucia. I moved here, what, almost 10 years ago. That's to show you how long. That was the last time I watched a scary movie. It was paranormal activity, and I was very paranoid afterwards. Something fell in my room in the middle of the night. I could not sleep. I could not sleep for two days. I was scared out of my mind. And I have noticed that certain movies... See, and that's why y'all need to be... Certain movies, especially horrors, it's like you turn off the TV, but now you're in your room in the dark, and you keep seeing these little orphan children and ghosts and stuff you you see a shadow and now you're paranoid now you're paranoid that stuff stays in your subconscious mind it stays in your mind people really underestimate the power of the things that they consume stop consuming things that don't align with the type of life you want you need to expose yourself to more of what you actually want do an Instagram declutter. Let me tell you, I have been doing this and I actively do it because sometimes somebody, let me tell you something. If I notice, friend or not, if I notice that somebody is posting stuff that is consistently negative, I will unfollow you or I will mute your story, mute your posts, whatever. I will mute you. I do not want to see your content. I do not want to keep seeing negativity, okay? And you know how a lot of people will post negative stuff and they'll say, oh, you know, don't mind me. I'm just posting. This is just Instagram. This has nothing to do with my life. If you're not miserable, why are you posting about misery? If you're not miserable, why are you posting about misery? Who does that? But anyway, it's not even, it's, 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 Trying to decipher whether or not this is your actual situation is useless. I do not want to see all of that negativity all day, every day. Post the affirmation or something, you know? Like, be mindful of the content that you follow, the people you follow and the content that they post. Do a declutter of your Instagram. Unfollow people who keep posting negative stuff. Block all of these blog pages that post all types of celebrity drama. Aren't y'all tired of being in Will and Jada's group chat? Aren't y'all tired of that stuff? Click not interested. Click, I will click not interested and I will block accounts so that I don't see any more of that stuff. Tailor your feed to reflect the type of life you want. Only then do I believe it makes sense to like consume a lot of social media because you're doing research you're doing homework you are visualizing every time you go on you see the type of life you want to live you are being motivated every time you pick up your phone that is what i want for you that is what i want for you stop looking at these blog pages stop it okay stop it look at vlogs i do this too by the way look at vlogs of people who have the lifestyle that you want. So I know, for example, a lot of influencers post like a day in the life vlog or whatever. See if you can find vlogs that reflect that or meal preps like I, what, what like what I eat in a day videos or whatever of people who work out if health and fitness is your thing or people who work out, I don't know, maybe they post content about where they get their workout attire from. Consume that. Look at the day in their life. Follow them, right? They're as, I'm not saying to idolize anybody or try to copy anybody, but get inspiration so that it's easy for you to visualize what that life will look like for you when you get there. Set yourself up to get closer to the things you want. Not, 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 not all of this extra nonsense on social media. And then follow pages like, Pages that post like big houses and stuff. Follow real estate pages in your, your, your city or pages that post houses in the neighborhood you want to live in. Do stuff like that. 
follow pages that post events in your city, the type of events you want to go to. If you want to network and socialize, because here's the thing, when you are trying to become the best version of yourself, obviously, as you level up, you will meet people at that new level. You will meet people who are also aspiring and trying to get, you know, more out of life, just like you. Put yourself in places that these people are. Follow pages that post these types of events. Follow pages that post and celebrate people locally you know, like wherever you live that are doing big things that you admire and then follow them. Get it together. Get it together. Start doing the activities that the best version of yourself will do because the people they would be friends with, etc., are already there doing these activities. Where are you? Where are you? That's where you need to be. That is where you need to be. That's what I'm saying. You need to change what you consume to align with what you desire. You can't be following thousands of people on TikTok and all of them negative. How many people inspire you in your following list? Actually, I wouldn't even say in your following list because following lists is, is useless nowadays on Instagram because they show you whoever they want to show you on your feed. So based on the same three people that keep popping up in your feed, do these people inspire you? Do they do anything that you are trying to accomplish? Do they add to your life at all? Do they add any value? Because there's a lot of people who make um, content on social media around financial literacy or self-improvement, etc. You should be following these people if that aligns with your goals. If you have very specific financial goals, find people who talk about it, who teach it, who already have that and look at how they are living. That is what you need to be consuming on social media. When you use social media that way, it's not a bad thing. You are actually getting inspired and motivated every time you pick up your phone. But instead, y'all choose to follow these, these, these foolish pages that just all kind of drama and gossip. And, and, and what does that do for you? What does that do for you? There is a positive way to use social media. Use it that way, okay? Because then it makes sense. Then it's not so bad. But when you use it for rubbish, now we have a problem because it takes up a lot of your time and you, you're not getting anywhere closer to the life you're trying to create for yourself. That's what I mean. You need to change what you consume to align with what you desire, okay? Start following the real estate pages. That I don't, I don't care if you want to manifest a dog some type of poodle or something and it's very expensive follow a follow a poodle page follow a dog page that shows you how to care for dogs and all of the local dog areas and dog food and and and, and things that they do if if that's your thing you want to be a dog mom you know i'm just using a random example follow follow other dog moms follow people who post like home decor content if you want to improve your space, you want to redecorate your space, I do that. I Trust me, I do that. I, I have a whole collection on TikTok of home decor inspo because I'm planning on redecorating and doing more. But that's what I'm saying. Change what you consume to align with what you desire. Make social media work for you. Stop being... Uh, 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 I, I don't even know what's the term stop being like a pawn on social media just letting whatever comes on your feed dictate your mood dictate your mindset dictate your thoughts dictate your stance on situations tailor social media to suit you change what you consume to align with what you desire Okay, so these are the main things that I wanted to talk about when we talk about reinventing yourself. These are the things I've been practically doing. These are the things like the real experiences that I've had that have been working for me on the back end. Like these are things that I can speak on from experience, you know, and that's all I do on this podcast. I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to Google anything and be like, okay, so step one, da, da, da. no. This is literally what has been working for me. If there's anything that 
you want to share based on your own experience in changing your life and becoming the best version of yourself, please leave a comment below because, you know, I'm still in the process of this myself and I would love to learn from y'all as well. So if you're listening on the audio, then the YouTube link would be in the description so you can join in on the conversation. So to summarize, in order to reinvent yourself, okay, at any point in time, but we're focusing on the next 90 days. In order to reinvent yourself, the first thing you need to know what you want. You need to have a sense of direction. You need to know what you are working towards, okay? If you're just going to keep running with no direction, you might as well get on a hamster wheel. You need to be very clear about what it is you actually want. In the last video on how to plan Q4 to reinvent yourself, I walked you all through how you can use the Reinvent Yourself journal as well as practical steps to help you plan out that process. Okay, highly recommend the videos in the series are meant to be used together. Okay. So make sure you watch or listen to that if you haven't already. So number one, know what you want. Number two, address your limitations. Address your limitations. What you don't know can hurt you, okay? What you don't know and what you don't know that you don't know can hurt you. Address what is subconsciously holding you back from manifesting the life you want. Look at how you react to different affirmations, Look at how you react when you go in situations that your higher self would be in. Uh, look at any self-sabotaging behaviors that you have. Identify your limitations and determine which course of action is best for you. Whether it be God, first of all, he should always be in the solution, okay? Praise him. Whether it be God and therapy or journaling, meditation, affirmations, scripting, crying, okay, honor your emotions, honor your emotions, we talked about that in a previous episode, honor your emotions, but after you identify those limiting beliefs, you need to address them, you need to address them, again, if y'all want a separate episode on that, leave a comment below, let me know, and I will make it, and then last but not least, change what you consume to align with what you desire, if you are not trying to be a housewife that gets constantly cheated on, stop following them, okay? I'm not saying that happens to all of them, but I'm saying pay attention to who you are idolizing, okay? If you are not trying to deal with trash men, stop engaging with trash men. Stop following them. Stop listening to all of these toxic podcast conversations. It's not cute. You don't need to add your think piece. You don't need to disagree in the comments, ignore it okay if it's out of alignment ignore it follow pages that post contents that align with the life you desire stop consuming the negativity follow people that inspire you look at vlogs day in the life what i eat in the, what i eat look at their workout routines look at whatever find influencers that inspire you do not idolize them, but pick out things from their life that you want to emulate in yours and use them as an example. Study them, copy their systems that's been working for them. Find out ways, find out things that they're doing that you can implement in your own life to improve your life, okay? So break it down, make it make sense for you, and that is essentially your homework, okay? If you like this video, again... Hit the like button if you like the podcast episode. If you're listening on audio, make sure you rate the show five stars and leave a written review. If there is anybody that you would like to go on this journey of reinventing yourself with, share this episode with them, share the series with them so that you have an accountability buddy other than myself. Because unfortunately, while I can check you on the podcast, I can't check you personally. So you need somebody to be able to do that for you. So share this with somebody. Get yourself an accountability partner for this process. And thumbs up, rate five stars, all of that good stuff. Okay. The next video in the series is going to be practical ways to start 
being the best version of yourself. So I know basically all of the things I've talked about have been practical ways. So I guess it's going to be more practical ways, but it's actually going to be more so in terms of aligning with what the best version of yourself looks like, like actually being that person. So that's what we're going to focus on in the next video in this series. So if you are not subscribed, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and hit the notification bell. If you're listening on audio, Spotify, Apple, wherever, make sure you actually subscribe slash follow the show so you can get notified when I release that episode. So that is all I have to say this week and I will talk to you next Sunday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.